1: This is Relentless Daring on Podbean.com. Welcome back to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring live on Podbean.com and the Podbean app. So, I would be remiss if I did not discuss the passing
0: of the great Rush Limbaugh. I mean, where do you start with a guy who had a
1: 32-year career? Who revolutionized talk radio, saved the AM bands? And there's a lot to talk about. I mean, he was a controversial figure. (gasps) He was addicted to opioids. uh, Don't be wrong. Nobody's perfect. Um, And I'm not going to try to whitewash some of the dumb crap he did um, that even he admits was bad and he has since apologized for. However, one thing I, w- I want to address that I think have a lot of people misconstrued about Rush. Um, A lot of people thought he was conceited and arrogant because every day he started his show with, you know, With talent on loan from God. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, can you hear this guy? He's saying that his talent is directly from God. That's the reason why he's so good, because he's got God's talent. Well, I'm going to wax religious here because it makes my worldview. It shapes my worldview to be more accurate.
0: You see, if you are any sort of theist, it, it doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter if you're a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, a Buddhist,
0: a Taoist, whatever. Your spirit... comes from a higher power, and you have a spiritual gift.
1: I'm still trying to figure out what mine is. It might be the gift of gab. I'm sitting here talking to you on this podcast. But Rush Limbaugh had had an amazing mind and a great sense of being able to take arguments and pick them apart and put them back together in a way that made sense to those of us who never really thought about it. But if it weren't for the spirit that God has given us, we would just be sacks of meat roaming this planet, procreating, killing, and feeding ourselves. No different than any other animal
0: that is on this rock. And...
1: So when Rush would come out and start his show with Talent on Loan from God, it wasn't conceit. It was an acknowledgement of where his spiritual gift came from.
0: And so when it was announced that he died earlier this week, my one statement
1: about that went out that went out on Facebook was the talent on loan from
0: God has been called home. And as sad as I am to
1: see such a great mind and a great voice taken from us, I am thankful that he used that gift, that talent on loan from God, to be able to help shape the way conservatives make their arguments today. For anyone who who tries to do analysis while being you know trying to have a sense of humor about it, by trying to be entertaining, that being able to make your point
0: and make someone laugh at the same time. Rush taught us how to do that. He showed
1: the world that you don't have to be, you know, you know, Bill Buckley and everything you say has to be measured. And you just completely reading off of a white paper
0: script. And that's an amazing gift. And I am
1: thankful he gave us that showed us that we didn't that as conservatives, we don't have to be uptight. That we can, that we can go out there and we can, you know, be the iconoclast and and smash the stained glass windows intellectually. And I am thankful that Russia's suffering; that his pain is over. And I've been saying prayers for his wife, for his family. I mean, it's a devastating loss to them more than it is to us as conservatives. So Rush, we love you. Thank you so very much for everything that you have given us, uh, for showing what the power of just your voice can do. Thank you. And someday we will meet in that great beyond. Thank you again. All right. So i now I got that out the way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay some bills here. Uh built bar. I know this is horrible. Going from talking about Rush Limbaugh to selling a built bar, but hey, you know what? I gotta do it. Um, by far the absolute best protein bar that you can buy. And right now they're they're doing these tests. This little test subject. They're a crispy built bar. I got several of them. Peanut butter crispy built bars they're the texture of like a uh a little debbie star crunch that chewiness a little bit like almost like the the crisp rice in there so good uh i don't know if they're out for regular sale at this time but as soon as they are be watching the twitters the facebook's i'll be telling you about them so good but, you have know, got the Built Puffs, like the little marshmallow chews. They're so good. My favorite is the coconut, just saying. But check them out. Uh, go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code RELENTLESS. I will have a link there in the show notes. So you can check it out. Built Bar, the absolute best protein bars on the market. All right. So, today's episode. Gun control, gun control and more gun control. Although I would prefer less gun control. If I haven't said it before on the show, I am a second amendment purist. I believe that if I want to be in my basement and building a nuclear bomb,
0: so be it. Uh, lady dies asking if I'm breaking up or not. Um, yeah, my
1: internet connection is a little wonky, so I apologize. I can only do so much.
0: Um, yeah, so I am a, like I said, a Second Amendment purist.
1: Passing a law that says you can only carry a gun
0: for X, Y, Z. I think that's an infringement, even if it's, you know, only a mild, a
1: mild uh, effect on us. You can only open carry. Well, I don't want people to know that I've got a gun. Why can't I conceal? But uh, the war that has been raging is heating up. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, gun control groups were meeting at the White House with President Biden. God, it gets so weird saying that. Uh, This is an article from The Blaze. President Biden has not ruled out using executive action to push through his gun control agenda. White House Press Secretary Jim Psaki sucks. Confirmed Tuesday. The news followed a meeting between gun control group leaders and top White House officials last week, which left the leaders feeling confident that the Biden administration would enact gun reform via executive order if necessary. When asked by a reporter during Tuesday's press briefing whether or not the administration was still considering bypassing Congress to force action on guns, Saki said that Biden, quote, has a range of actions at his disposal end quote, and added that he hasn't ruled out using executive power to address the issue. Biden, who made weakening the Second Amendment rights a major theme of his campaign, but remember, remember, if you share a meme of him telling telling a union steel worker that he is full of crap, edited for podcast content,
0: and that he doesn't work for him, that's fake news. Huh. Pretty Princess
1: Steve says, if it is a law saying anything other than you may not possess a weapon due to conviction of committing a violent crime as awarded by a judge, then your gun law is
0: unconstitutional. Um, depends on
1: the situation. I know. <laughs> I do believe that repeat offenders of violent crimes should not be allowed to have guns.
0: However, I think uh, some violent crimes, because sometimes you can have an accident that results in
1: someone's death and your conviction via uh, manslaughter, manslaughter is a violent crime. I really think that should be a means-tested thing. You know, Jimmy Two Phones, the drug-dealing gangbanger who has a history of assaults and batteries and using a gun in the commission of a crime, he shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. Someone who was driving distracted and hit a you know, hit a little old lady in the crosswalk and went to prison for a couple of years for vehicular manslaughter. Well, I think they're dumb for driving distracted, I don't think they should lose their gun rights. Not all felonies are equal. Just saying. <laughs> but uh, Tony says, president Soros. No president Harris, you know, the, the, the the power behind the skirt. I mean, the curtain. Oh, my gosh. Did I say that loud? Oh, my God. Lord, please forgive me and be with the tiny pygmies in Africa. Amen. It's really weird drinking my whiskey night because my whiskey drinking glass has wandered away from the podcast studio. And so now I'm enjoying Jim Beam out of a wonderful Chris Cuomo is worse dot com mug. So it's not as easy to get controlled sip. You know what I mean? But yeah. So my question, though, because it doesn't go into what kind of executive action that Biden could take? I mean, if, if it's like, you know, during the Clinton administration where pretty much all Nick's background checks stopped, <laughs> the Pygmies in New Guinea, damn it. The Pygmies in New Guinea. Well, you know, I, I could give a hoot about the Pygmies in New Guinea. I'm worried about the African Pygmies, so suck it. I'm sorry. This this whole thing is just devolving quickly. My goodness, there, there's crazy people in the chat room who are getting very confrontational. My gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, the things you deal with when you live cast your show. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, this article goes on by, you know. Biden, who made weakening the Second Amendment rights, a major theme of his campaign, issued a statement this week at the anniversary of the shooting in Parkland, Florida, urging Congress to get moving on what he called common-sense gun laws, which includes the outright ban of so-called assault weapons. Quote, The day I am calling on Congress to enact common-sense gun law reforms, including requiring background checks not all gun sales, banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines, and eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who know who really put weapons... Uh, you know the thing. <laughs> Lady Dice, I'm going to push all those calls. I can't take calls yet! Oh my gosh! I'm working on things to make that a- make that happen, and then... Oh my gosh, all, I, I I can see all my call lines exploding at that point. <laughs> Kim says she's behaving like a good behaving and a good girl. That's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> but during the news conference, Saki was also asked about Biden's statement and specifically the chances that such an aggressive gun control plan has to pass in Congress. In response, Saki noted that the administration hadn't put together a legislative package yet, perhaps signaling that executive action is the administration's preferred route. Because while Donald Trump was a horrible, horrible dictator, Joe Biden, well, you know, he he's he's Uncle Joe. He's just signing some papers. You know, there, there's people in there who all dress like radar for MASH, and he's just Henry Blake, just blindly signing everything they stick in front of him. Quote, well, we haven't proposed a package at this point, so it is hard for me to make a prediction about its likelihood of passing. But I will say that the president is somebody throughout his career who has advocated for smart gun safety measures. He's not afraid of staying up to the National Rifle Association. He's done it multiple times and won on background checks and a range of issues. Only because the NRA was dumb and supported background checks. And it is a priority to him on a personal level. But I I don't have a prediction for you or preview for you on a timeline of a package. And certainly not what it will look like and how it goes through Congress. Don't worry. I have all 19 pages of crazy, crazy lady Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee's gun bill h.r. 127 as proposed to congress on january 4th 2021 and i will be going through that here in a little bit but again what executive action can biden take again besides like telling you know the people who run the NICS checks that yeah just yeah, hold off on them. Because it, we, there was a problem with um yeah you know, the background checks during the during the Clinton administration where you go go in to do a background check and <laughs> I'll be damned this thing is just it's not coming back. Which you know led to one of the greatest loopholes of all time if it takes more than some takes more than X number of days to come back, eh? Go ahead and take, come back, get your gun. You're fine. It's again. I think you know doing a background check to purchase a firearm. I think that's a bit of an infringement on your Second Amendment rights because if you've done nothing wrong, why should you have to go on bended knee before the government and ask, please, sir? May I please buy a gun from this from this registered gun dealer? It it makes no sense to me. And then they have other things like they're wanting to like close the quote gun show loophole, end quote. Um for anyone who doesn't know how the this alleged gun show loophole works. All right. So you walk into a gun show, and you walk up to a vendor, and you say, why, that is a very lovely uh, Colt Python revolver you have there. The price is what I am willing to pay. I would like to purchase it. And then the vendor looks at you and goes, oh, well, thank you, sir. I'm glad you would like to purchase my wares. Now please come over here and fill out this annoying paperwork so we can run a background check. Boom! (laughs) There is no gun show loophole. If you are buying from a vendor at a gun show, you're still doing a background check. Now, if you happen to spy someone carrying a very lovely vintage shotgun that you would love to add to your collection of vintage shotguns, not the one, not the home defense ones that, to do as Joe Biden says, go out on the balcony when you have a home intruder, because everybody has a balcony, and just pump off a couple blasts into the air, because then you've committed the crime called reckless discharge of a firearm.
0: That's neither here nor there. But, you see this gentleman,
1: I'm presuming it's a gentleman. With this lovely vintage shotgun, you walk up to him and say, Sir, I see you have a beautiful 1898 12-gauge shotgun from this manufacturer. What are your intentions? Well, I'm I'm looking to sell it for this price. Huh. By sheer happenstance, I had that exact amount in my wallet. Now we are two private citizens engaging in a private transfer of property in exchange for money. And boom, two people conduct a sale. No different than, oh, that is a beautiful 1963 and a half Mustang Coupe. I would like to offer you this amount of money for it. Oh, why, thank you, sir. I will gladly take it. Let me fill out this title and hand it to you. Do you have to go to the government on Bend Knee before you purchase uh, a car? Cars kill far more people than guns every year. Heart attacks kill far more people than guns every year. Do I have to do a health screening before I buy a Big Mac at McDonald's? No! So why guns? Why guns? Do do people get so much of a twist over? Uh, Studies were done because, oh, mass shootings, mass shootings are so bad. Oh, my God, mass shootings. We have to limit, we have to limit how many bullets a gun can hold. Well, it it turns out that in an open area, assault weapons, so-called assault weapons,
0: are no more deadly than handguns if you pack people into a small confined place
1: turns out that handguns can be are just as deadly as the ARs because the it's a shooting gallery pretty much <laughs> scoop steves or or oh He's pretty Princess Steve now. He changed his name on me.
0: But cars aren't designed to kill people.
1: (laughs) Kim says a fork could be an assault weapon, too. Yes, it's a knife and a fork is the reason I weigh 270 pounds. It's not. Yeah, it's not because I don't know how to put them down and walk away from the stakes. It's because, you know, the fork made me fat. It, it it's it's all dumb it, it it's posturing it's the same it's the same thing with uh facebook going going to the federal government saying please please regulate our industry because we will do everything to comply because we also have the money to meet compliance we have the teams of lawyers and the lobbyists to make sure that we're good to go whereas a someone trying to start a social media platform they don't have the money to fight the fight their way through the red tape so it becomes a barrier to entry for someone else and therefore limits the ability to speak freely on the interwebs these all these things they're just just blatant attacks on on our rights yeah You have states going in telling churches, well, you can meet, but you can't sing. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. I'm pretty sure that that would be the state
1: trying to control how I worship the God of my understanding. Last time I checked, That's against the Constitution. But, hey, you know what? The Supreme Court upheld that decision. The only thing they said is, well, you you can't say the church can only have so many people while big box stores can have more people. You can still tell them how they can work. You You can still tell them how they can worship. You just can't tell them, no, you can't limit how many people come in. It's ridiculous. I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, we're going to be break, looking at HR 127. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast. And as always, stay relentless. know it might help if i turn my mic up before i try to talk um so getting back into it real quick the weather has taken an awful turn for the last couple of weeks If you haven't noticed apparently texas is the butthole of the nation right now because oh they're not on the national grid and look what happened
0: to them whoa um yeah, I don't know why uh, I come back,
1: go into breaks, and do run my commercials. No one hears it on the live stream. It's really weird. Um, so, everything just went crazy. It turned super cold all across the Midwest, and well, really the whole country. People are having issues of getting plumbers and contractors because of pipes bursting all over the
0: place. However, yeah, that's part of a re- part a really good
1: reason why you should always have things on standby. You should have uh emergency blankets, have emergency heating systems, generators in case you lose power. All of this is very important. And also having food supplies just in case there's food shortages like what's going on in Texas right now. So, if you go to My Patriot Supply, there you can um, find all kinds of amazing preparedness needs, not just emergency food storage, um, first aid kits, uh, water purification systems, all the stuff you really need in an emergency. Uh, so go to uh, My Patriot Supply. I don't have a landing page that you can just go to and boom, they know you're shopping for me. So go to the link that's going to be in the show notes and check out uh, all the stuff they have there. Like I said, they have first aid kits. So, you you know, throw one in your car in case of an accident. You have emergency space blankets and stuff like that. All the the things that you would need in an emergency. Go check it out, mypatriotsupply.com. Again, use the link in the show notes. That way they know you heard about through me because they still haven't given me my landing page yet. So thank you so much. Go to my page supply, check it out. All right. So as I said. (laughs) As I said, HR127. In the House of Representatives, January 4th, 2021, Ms. Jackson Lee introduced the following bill, which was referred to the Committee on the Judiciary. (laughs) So, um, a bill to provide for the licensing of firearm and ammunition possession and the registration of firearms and to prohibit the possession of certain ammunitions. Be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled, blah 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 The short title. This act may be cited as the Sabika Shake Firearm Licensing Registration Act. I I had to uh had to look this one up because I was like, wait, Sabika Sheikh, What the hell is that? Who is that? Well, in the Houston area. There is a town known as Santa Fe, and the Santa Fe High School was the victim of a school shooting. A shooter whose name I will not say. Number one is I don't want to give him the credit. Number two, it is literally Greek, and I cannot pronounce it. He went in, and
0: he killed like 10 people. I mean, it's really tragic. And you
1: you can't have a you can't have a bill that is very anti-gun without throwing some racial xenophobic posturing into the middle of it. You see, they could have named this bill after one of the teachers who was killed. They could have named it after any of the students
0: who were killed. But instead, they picked a Pakistani exchange student by the name of Sabika
1: Sheikh. Forget the fact that the shooter is a first-generation American born to immigrants
0: who came here from Greece. Like I said, his name was literally Greek. The- So they want to make it sound xenophobic. (gasps) This white kid killed, he targeted a Pakistani exchange student. It's
1: it's absolutely insane, the posturing going into it. But getting into the actual bill, the first big part of it, licensing of firearms and ammunition. In general, the Attorney General, through the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, shall establish a system for licensing the possession of firearms or ammunition in the United States and for the registration at the Bureau of Each Firearm present in the United States. Well, I hate to say this, but all my guns disappeared in a horrible, tragic boating accident. There are no guns in this house. But it it goes into you'll have to register the make, model, serial number of the firearm which if you live in a state that already requires that, that won't be hard to find out.
0: The date the firearm was acquired. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, lordy. The notice They know specifying the
1: identity of any person to whom and any period of time during which the firearm will be loaned to the person. So not only
0: do you have to to, uh, register it, you you also have to to notify them who and when someone will be borrowing the gun.
1: Uh, the deadline The deadline for supplying information and the catch of firearms required before the effective date of this section within three months after the effective date of this section. All right, so... And because there are punitive... There are uh, actual punitive statutes that goes with this, this meets the... The actual constitutional definition of an ex post facto law. You know, a criminal offense that, you know, at the time you were doing it, well, there wasn't a stop sign here before, but now there is. And anyone who went through this stop sign, this intersection that we have on camera, before there was a stop sign, you're getting a parking ticket. Or you're getting a, you're getting a moving violation. Wait, what? It wasn't a crime when I did it. Oh, well, now it is. So, meh. so now they're saying, yeah, if you bought this before, bought this beforehand, and you don't get registered, yeah, now, yeah, now, now you're in some serious doo doo. In the case of firearm acquired on or after the effective date on or the date of the owner acquires firearm. That's when you register it. And they're going to create a database. The licensing system, blah, 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 blah. After applying for the license, undergoes a criminal background check. Uh-huh, yes, we have nix Cool. Undergoes a psychological evaluation conducted in accordance with paragraph two, and the evaluation does not Indicate that the individual is psychologically unsuited to possess a firearm. Oh, yay! So that means because I have PTSD and depression, they could determine that I'm not
0: a fit owner of a firearm. Because I could be a threat to myself. Or someone else. Three. You have to successfully complete a training course
1: certified by the attorney general blah 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 so okay so now we have to do now you have to do the next background check it's a pain but whatever if it if it means figuring out that bob is a dirty wife beating son of a gun and According to the Lautenberg Amendment of the 1961 gun control bill, Bob cannot possess a firearm. It shows up, hey, Bob's been convicted of multiple accounts of spousal abuse. He can't buy the gun. Okay, I can live with that. Repeat, of, Repeat offender, you know, what's his noodle who's out there using guns and holding up liquor stores? Multiple felony convictions. Don't want him buying guns. Turns, finds out he's a convicted felon. Hey, guess what? You can't buy the gun. Sorry. Sorry, dirty criminal. I can live with that. But now you're starting to take people who, yeah, maybe they do have an issue, uh, a behavioral health issue that, but maybe they're not a threat to anybody. They're not a threat to themselves. Now you're putting their ability to purchase a firearm for self-defense, for hunting, or because, hey, I just want to buy the gun because it's a cool gun. You're you're putting that in jeopardy because oh, they're scary. We don't we can't have people doing things. <laughs> Tony says, "Good thing those dirty criminals can't buy
0: guns off the street illegally. Yay, gun laws! Absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh, and the train, the training, because now, now you you have to get the
1: training too, and it has to be at least twenty four hours. That means
0: three weekends. You apply for the uh, so now." Follow me, follow me out. So now well, I, I really wish I had
1: that old timey uh, instructional video voice. So you want to buy a gun, do you? I, I really wish I had the music for this. But so you want to buy a gun, do you? Okay, well, let's first let's go to the gun store. Oh, you've picked out a dandy little little pistol there. All right. Oh, you think you're going to buy that? Oh, wait. First, you have to do your background check. Now, while we're waiting for that to clear, let's come over and let's make an appointment with the local psychologist who can diagnose if you may have any issues. Oh, it's going to take you two weeks to get in for your psychological evaluation. Well, don't worry. That background check will be waiting when you get back. All righty. So now you've completed the back you've completed your psychological evaluation. Now now you're ready to go buy the gun. Oh no, 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 no. Don't get in a rush cuz now you have to go sign up and spend your spend 3 days at the range having a government approved safety course even though you've grown up with guns your whole life and you spent 20 years in the military doing nothing but being a weapons expert it is is oh if you think that's insane like i said this is 19 pages of insanity you if, if you have an antique gun display guess what you have to get a license for that too ah and everybody's military style weapons the attorney general shall issue To an individual a license to own and possess a military-style firearm if the individual one is the holder of a license issued under subparagraph A, and two, after applying for license under this subparagraph successfully completes the training course certified by the attorney general and in the use of safety and storage of the weapon, that includes at least 24 hours of training and live fire training. Oh my gosh. Psychological eval. All right, so here's the psyche eval. Here is the Psyche eval. Psych eval. is conducted in accordance with this paragraph if A, the evaluation is conducted in a in compliance with such standards as shall be established by the Attorney General. So they're not even establishing what the is, what this is. The Attorney General, who can then defer to the BATF, E, got the add the E on there. They have the ATF go, OK, well, here's the standards we're setting. Attorney General signs off on it. It's not even legislated by law. This is created through bureaucratic fiat. The evaluation, as deemed necessary by the licensed psychologist involved, the evaluation included a psychological evaluation of other members of the household in which the individual resides. Oh, so you're fine. But your kid with massive depression who's currently being treated by a, you know, by a psychiatrist and is medicated, oh, he failed the psyche valve. So that means you can't buy a gun because he could do something with it. D, as part of psychological evaluation, the licensed psychologist interviewed any spouse of the individual, any former spouse of the individual, and at least two other persons who are a member of the family or an associate of the Individual to further determine the state of mental, emotional, and rela- relational stability to the individual in relation to the firearm. Holy cow! So now, okay, so now not only have you done a psyche valve, your kids have done a psyche valve, your wife has done a psyche valve. You were you went through a <laughs> really contentious divorce, so now you have an ex-wife who hates your guts. He was threatening to beat me all the time, and oh, oh, my God. They just worked red flag laws in the middle of this.
0: Oh, my gosh. And if you've ever attempted a suicide
1: in the past, guess what? You can't get a gun. They can, you have to, uh. Due to the case license has been in effect for less than five years, one year after issuance, renewal of the case may be, or blah, blah, blah. Basically, your license every five years. <laughs> renewal of a license, blah, 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 blah. Firearm insurance. Yes, now not only do you have to go to buy a gun. So, to buy a gun. Okay. So, here, we are. number one. You (laughs) pick out the gun you like. Number two, to get your license, to get the license, you have to do the background check. Got it. You have to do the Psyche Val. Okay. What's the Psyche Val? As determined, not only do they evaluate you, the owner of the gun, they have to talk to people in your family. Oh, okay. Well, that all worked worked out okay now they have to talk to people who live outside your house to make sure you're not going to go and start shooting everybody in sight
0: yay
1: okay now you passed your psyche valve. everyone around you has passed their part of the psyche valve. you ready to go by got no now i have to go do 24 hours of training that's either three weekends three saturdays eight hours a day Sign up and do a three day class to where Friday, Saturday, Sunday So now I've paid out the nose for Psyche Val. i paid out the nose for training. Now I can buy my gun. I've got but bef- I've got my gun. Now it's registered. Oh wait, you didn't spend pay out the nose for firearm insurance? Oh my god. Now you oh so not not only are they making it a, a huge hassle to want to buy a gun. They're making it financially crazy to buy a gun. And that's also one thing that's been proposed in some states is taxing ammunition to the point where the average everyday person can't even afford to buy the ammo for their guns. Uh, Pretty Princess Steve says, I'm just taking my military gun qualifications and expert shooter certs with me. Training complete. Boom. Yeah, I'm just gonna <clears throat> I'm just gonna walk up and point, walk up my class A's. I'm gonna point at that uh expert marksmanship badge, and go, uh, excuse me, I think I know what I'm doing here. Now I'll also point to the CIB and say F around to find out. Okay, so now you have to. Now we're at the uh, firearm insurance. Did you, the attorney general shall issue any person who has applied for a license pursuant to subsection. He has paid the attorney general a fee specified in paragraph two of the subsection that insures the person against. Oh, okay, so now you're getting your insurance for liability from the federal government. Oh, boy. And how much is that fee, you ask? Well, it's a simple, easy $800 fee for your Federal Firearm Liability Coverage, your
0: FFLI.
1: Now, military weapons defined. Section 921A of such title is amended by inserting the paragraph 29. The following, the term military-style weapon means A. Any of the firearms or copies or duplicates of the firearms of any caliber known as Norinco, Mitchell, and Polytechnical Avtema Kalashnikovs. That's a... Uh, Two, action arms is Israeli military and dust industries Uzi and Galil. The Beretta AR-70, a.k.a. the SC-70. The Colt AR-15. <clears throat> the Fabrique Nationale FN-FAL, FN-LAR, and FNC, c swd SWD-M10, M11, M11-9, and M12. The Steyr AUG, the InterTech Tech-9, the Tech-DC-9, and the Tech-22. And revolving cylinder shotguns, such as, or or 2, the Street Sweeper or Striker 12. So they, they actually give you some real ones. And then they go. Now here's where you get into the nitty gritty. A semi-automatic rifle that has an ability to accept a detachable magazine and has at least two of a folding or telescoping stock, pistol grip that protrudes conspicuously beneath the action of the weapon, a bayonet mount, a flash suppressor or threaded barrel designed to accommodate a flash suppressor, and a grenade launcher. (coughs) Not many of those lying around because uh, you could buy a grenade launcher. (laughs) You can't buy the munitions for it, but you could buy the grenade launcher. Okay, so... Now, if you have say a springfield m one a the civilian version of the m fourteen well, it can take the take a detachable magazine and it has a flash suppressor and if you get one that's fancy, you put a pistol grip on or you know decide you want to put a Stock with a pistol grip on it because it gives you better control. Oh, that, that's an assault weapon now, homie. It also includes, under the definition of assault weapons, a semi-automatic pistol that has the ability to accept a detachable magazine has at least two of an ammunition magazine that attaches to the pistol outside of the pistol grip. So, if you have a Glock with a 30-round magazine, and a thread barrel because hey, you know what? I want to save my ears for a suppressor on it. Oh, guess what? That's now an assault weapon. <laughs> Kim, as as the wonderful documentary Empire Records, Dan the Man. Indeed. Dan the man. Save the Empire. A shroud that is attached to or partially or completely encircles the barrel and that permits shooter to hold the firearm with non-trigger hand without being burned. Manufactured weight of 50 ounces or more when the pistol is unloaded, which really not a whole lot of this, unless they're talking, um, you know, like AR pistols, which are <laughs> a slightly modified version of a sort-barreled rifle. Hmm. <laughs> And then it gets the semi-automatic shotguns, blah 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 blah. So, okay, folding or telescoping stock, a pistol grip that protrudes conspicuously beneath the action of the weapon, which we've seen those. Uh, you can buy those little pistol grip stocks all the time. It's not like they're made for comp. I mean, they are made for combat, but you know. They're great home defense guns. A fixed magazine capacity in excess of five rounds, which I've seen those. Which basically you have a magazine, the entire length of the barrel. And a lot of sportsmen, uh, people who shoot a uh, three gun will use those. Or the inability to atta- to accept a detached magazine. I've seen those shotguns. Those those are crazy. But it it gets absolutely nuts. Then it gets into prohibition penalties. Basically, yes, you will face jail time if you break any of these. And currently on the books, there is a law that says the federal government cannot establish a federal registry. Oh, yay, that's all well and good, right? Well, guess what? Language is in the bill that strikes the, oh, the federal government cannot establish a registry. And, no, pardon me. It's absolutely nuts. This is one of those things where you need to
0: be on the phone with your congressman or woman, and be like, (laughs) regardless of what party they are, the Sheila
1: Jackson Lee bill is beyond an affront to the spirit of the Second Amendment. It is a direct assault on the Second Amendment because not only does it Decide what weapons are right and proper to be owned. The context in which you may own them. But it it goes out of its way to make owning a firearm even more of a hassle than what it's worth. It bans ammo. I mean, I haven't seen many handguns handguns or rifles that shoot a larger than 50 caliber bullet i'm not saying that they don't exist they may they may include uh 12 gauge slugs as part of that prohibition ammo
0: pardon me i don't know but so if you're in
1: you know bear country like let's just say you're going fishing on uh, the Kodiak Peninsula in Alaska home of the Kodiak brown bear the largest brown bears you know in North America i would want i would want my smith and wesson 500 you know on my hip in case a bear decided it was going to try to eat me because i would rather have Two broken wrists from running all five rounds in the in the cylinder to and dropping a kodiak brown bear' that's trying to eat me and be eaten by the kodiak brown bear. I mean it's ridiculous. He said this was we have to be willing to stand up to Congress go no, this is unconstitutional and sure you have moderates like in the Senate, such as Joe Manchin. I, you can't see it over the podcast, but I'm doing the air quotes around moderate for Joe Manchin and Kristen cinema from Arizona, who actually has turned out to be way
0: more moderate than, uh, she campaigned when she first. Tony wants to use a 22 revolver against a giant
1: eight feet, eight foot tall on his hind legs. Brown bear. I homie. (laughs) Apparently the air force has issued you, uh, apparently the air force you a great shiny set of brass cojones. (laughs) I could probably already outrun whoever I'm with. I just need an insurance policy. Oh, lordy. Right. Uh, so, yeah. This is the kind of stuff that we have to stand up to. Because so many of us would go, eh, well, you know, it doesn't affect me because I'm not a shooter. Uh, they don't. You know, I don't like guns. But that's not the point. The point of the amendment isn't to protect just the people who are into guns, the people who have a really expensive hobby. It's so you, the non-gun owner, the person who doesn't like guns, is so if you feel threatened
0: either by an overbearing government, you can get an insurance policy. If you
1: feel threatened in your home, if you feel threatened walking down the street, you have the right to carry that insurance policy on your person because you shouldn't have to go to the government for protection. <laughs> you shouldn't have to wait for police to show up if, you are being, if your home is being broken into.
0: You shouldn't have to be a victim if you're mugged on the street. These are the things that, you know, these amendments.
1: Many people look at the Constitution as this old dusty document. These amendments exist not to protect the people who like them, but to protect the people who don't.
0: You don't like nasty, disgusting, filthy language. Well, the First Amendment
1: exists to protect the people who use it. It exists to protect the people who say the things you don't like, who say the things that, you know, who stand up to the government, who petition the government for redress. They're there to, you know, You would think the Third Amendment is there to keep uh, government from quartering soldiers in your home. But really, how deeply is the NSA using that that wireless device that shall remain nameless because I don't want my tablet talking at me from using using the NSA or having the NSA using
0: that device to to spy on you. The Fourth Amendment, just because you're not doing anything wrong, doesn't mean you don't need the Fourth Amendment
1: to stop police from going, hey, you know what? It's really suspicious that you have your entire life savings in cash stuffed in a mattress in your home. We think that you're. We think that you're uh, selling drugs, so we're just going to take that money. No warrant. We found. We we know you have it. We're just taking it. Civil asset forfeiture is one of the
0: biggest affronts that we currently have against the Constitution right now. These are things that we have to be standing against. You
1: have to be telling your congressman, I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. These are wrong. If you give a damn about civil rights,
0: you need to be against them. Well, I have run a little long, so
1: I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you for listening every week as I say it. Thank you so much. It means so much to me. Please support this show go to builtbar.com use the promo code relentless let them know you like this show go to patreon go to my patreon supply with the link in the show notes it's like yes i do get paid commissions for people buying from those places that all goes to funding the show if you want to directly fund the show you can go to RelentlessDaring.com at the top of the page you will see the donate button click there it's also through a uh, it's through PayPal. It's secure. You can set up a one-time donation. You can set up a monthly donation. Again,
0: that all helps keep the show funded, keeps everything on the air. But thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're listening on Apple iTunes,
1: Apple Podcasts, I ask the same four things every week. Number one, subscribe. Get updated every week when the new show posts. Number two, leave a rating, preferably five stars. Number three, write a review, a nice one, preferably. And when people when it pops up as, oh, wow, well, you may enjoy this podcast from this guy over here. You people read the reviews and go, oh, they they generally like the show, except for that guy. That guy seems to be a bit of a douche. And number four, share the podcast. Send this episode to someone who. You know, it's very pro-Second Amendment. Send this episode to someone who hates the Second Amendment and wants to see all the guns melted down and turned into spare parts for your cars. Say hello to Copper. She's speaking loudly again in the other room. So again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Dairy on podbeing.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.